0: Okay, we're back. Um, I just decided to move the camera a little closer because of the sound. I don't know if it was really picking up the best sound quality. So, anyway. Duct tape. I can fix anything with this fucking stuff. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna fix some people with this. Anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting all off track here. Where the fuck was I? Suicide. Yes, suicide. Horrible. Horrible thing. When adults contemplate suicide, but so much worse when you got a fucking little kid who is, you know, not born to be a messed up little fucker, but he's a little life, you know, she's a little life, and you just fuck him over because you're a sick fucking pervert. And you don't have anything better to do with your life than to fuck up your little kids. You know, we may not believe in God. I don't. At least, certainly not the Christian fucked up God. He's a big fucking dick. He wants to stick up everybody. But. But I don't know. I'm starting to think that life goes on and that fucking scares me. That really does scare me more than anything. Because... because I I don't know, I I don't want
1: it to go on, I want it to just be over. Growing up as a kid, I remember everything revolved in our lives around religion and sex. They expected us to have um, some interaction between ourselves with the intent that we would marry, get married, uh, and become the future heirs to the throne, so to speak, meaning that we would be the next future leaders, with the, with the next gurus, the next David Berg and the next Karen Zerbe of our time. When I must have been five years old, I, I was married supposedly to, um, I was going to become one of David Berg's brides. And there was a ceremony with the ring and everything, and once I turned five years old was when uh, I was implicated into being one of his queens, so to speak. I remember actually, I, I used to look forward to going and spending time with my with him in the evenings, me and Rick, because it was the only time that he would actually let us watch cartoons. We were absolutely not allowed to watch any TV whatsoever. And it was the only time that we watched cartoons, he would always let us watch Scooby-Doo. Well, we didn't look forward to love-up time, but <laughs> that, was, that was part of the package. You get to watch Scooby-Doo and eat chocolate and have, uh, you know, loving interaction with Grandpa.
0: I've tried so many things, trying to somehow fit in, somehow to find, you know, a normal life. Everybody has said, who I've talked to about this, well, you know, yeah, everybody has their problems, everybody has fucked up life. But those people who say that, you know, they had no clue as to what actually went on because they weren't part of the cult.
2: Welcome everybody. It is time once again to go down the rabbit hole. It's good to have yes. you along. Thanks for tuning in. We are very well aware that there are <laughs> millions of hours of podcasts, let alone TV, movies and everything else that yes. you could be uh, giving your attention to and the fact that you spent it with us, well, frankly it's humbling. So, thank you. Thank I'm you Big D. I'm Rand Valentine. And uh, we are the Down the Rabbit Hole Gang <laughs> Yay as, as, as they say. Uh, you can email us at downtheRh at protonmail.com and uh, send us your suggestions, send us your comments, send us uh, I don't know, fact-check fact check fact yes. fact us. fact-check us. Yes. Fact-check us. There you go. I can spit it out. It's
3: like we've said in multiple episodes. If we are incorrect on something, let us know. If yeah, we want
2: we want to know.
3: Yeah, if there's new evidence out there that comes up that you want us to see that that proves something we said completely wrong or whatever, or you don't agree with us, let us know. Let, let us show us information, and, and we have no problem.
2: Right, and I don't I, at new data. You know, I don't. I don't like doing comparisons to other shows, like oh we're we're better than this or that or the other thing, because I I don't believe that. But no. I will say one thing that I do think sets us apart, in my opinion, and I hope it does because that's the goal, is that we we want to be called out. Yes, like we're 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 humble on it. Like fine, if if it's true, we'll correct ourselves on air because we're not the authority. No. You know, we 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 do a lot of research. We spend a lot of time looking into things. We're very curious. We keep open minds. But every now and then, you know, we we hit a, we we hit a rabbit hole that uh, maybe we went down the wrong. We took a left when we should have gone right, and you know, we want to know about it. And, and there's a lot
3: of information, a lot of misinformation. That's why a lot of times when we do our research. Um, we we try and find the facts. That's why you know people who listen to my my last episode on the source episode. There's a lot of things in there that I say, hey, this is presented but as fact in a lot of places. But I could not find anything that substantiated a lot of the claims. Yeah. So that's we try and let you know that. I mean, we we do know there are things that are presented as facts in a lot of places. But for us, we try and find the actual you know substantiated facts.
2: Yeah. that, that we do definitely try to do that so and we hope you appreciate that and we and we hope that if you know something more than we do about it you let us know and we we do always we appreciate the emails down the RH at protonmail.com yes. and you can get a hold of us also if you just want to be on the list in case we get kicked off any of the platforms and I don't know if something's going on on Spotify but I I, I noticed when I looked at our graphics which I don't do often but I just happen to be perusing through. And we used to be kind of like 40-40 between Spotify and uh, Apple Tunes or i i
3: iTunes whatever, iTunes yeah. or
2: whatever they call it now. And Spotify has gone way down, so I don't know if we people don't like us, which is fine, or we've been shadow banned, or if something. Fun, so if you're on Spotify, you're listening to us on Spotify, and you notice something weirds going on, let us know. Not that we can do anything about it, but it'd be interesting because I don't listen to Spotify.
3: I, I actually do. So I do listen to Spotify, but I don't know if it's one of those things I see them, but because I'm looking for them.
2: Yeah, I don't know. So I
3: don't know if it's one of those things, but I don't get... Because for I a
2: while, al- half of our audience, well, 40% of our audience was coming from Spotify.
3: Now, our numbers haven't dropped. That's the odd thing. But I think what it might be, too, is I know some for some people, I know for me, all of a sudden, about a month or so ago, I quit getting any notifications on Spotify when any podcast I listen to gets a new
2: Interesting. It used okay. to be all
3: the time that I got I got pop ups that said, Hey, you know, yeah. down, you know, down I, the rabbit holes put up a new a new a new episode. Yeah, I have no idea. And I don't get that now.
2: <laughs> I really don't. So yes. I don't know why. I live in a bubble. I admit it. I live in my own little world. Uh, a world full of books and Yeah. And Conspiracy theories. <laughs> I,
3: I drive a lot, and I've really gotten into the habit now. A part of my research is I will listen to other podcasts just to kind of get their their Fair information. Enough. I listen but, to some
2: too. I listen to some here and there. I want to, you know, because but of, I still fact check if, if I'm fascinated by the subject.
3: Yeah, and that's it. And I and I fact check. That's like on the the source why I said every uh, like four different podcasts that I listen to all made a bunch of claims. But then when I'm looking on the internet, I could find nothing to substantiate those claims.
2: So I had a busy week this week, and I have not been—I a- have not logged into the midweek podcast episode. that you put up. And uh, can you just give, for those out there who haven't heard it, just a brief refresher of what, what it's about?
3: Uh, it was a source family. They were a family of basically—and there's arguments on whether or not they were a cult because there was no murder. There was nothing like that. There was just a lot of sex and drugs. Yeah. Um, Really. And, and I mean, there was, but there was a lot, of, a lot ed-
2: of cults out there like that. Apparently yeah.
3: there there was a lot of other in things that made it seem more like a cult. Cause there was the whole idea that there was going to be, and an no, um, they, they pretty much burnt went out. away. They burnt out when the, the leader dies, um, which is at the end of the episode. And it's ironic. I will say this when you get to it, but they were, they were interesting. They were actually in the movie, Annie Hall, um, where really? Woody Allen is sitting in the restaurant and says something about like he has he the Brussels sprouts and whatever they're sitting at the source restaurant huh. uh the source restaurants in another movie like Alex the or something with a, a um, Donald Sutherland movie mm-hmm. Donald Sutherland and another guy are sitting in the source restaurant having a ta- conversation so it was a restaurant it was a restaurant that turned into a, a cult. wow so it's it's very interesting to kind of hear it but there's a lot of claims. You know, where I make that comment, there was a lot of claims like that this guy had a silver star while he was in the military. And a lot of people said it, but I can't. he's not on the list of people who got a silver star. But then there was things where he said, oh, I didn't because I was in the brig and I wasn't supposed to be and I broke out. And and there's a lot of excuses on why a lot of this stuff wasn't substantiated. But there's Hmm. a lot of that throughout this, the whole article. Well, I'm looking
2: forward to listening to it. If you haven't caught it, it's there. It's a good one, I thought. uh, I, I
3: enjoyed it, so. Yeah. And There's even a little personal reflection at the end, so don't oh, there take, you go. Don't don't read too much into it.
2: Uh, this week I'll be tackling um, cryptocurrency and the Chinese um, credit system. Oh, that's which is uh, that's scary. which is here.
3: Oh, it's starting. It's here. It's just not done by the government yet. No, it's cancel culture at this point, really.
2: It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. We're gonna go through it. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I can't wait to listen to it because it's yeah. Oh, yeah, I've gone All down right. the rabbit hole. It's it's, uh, it's it's quite frightening. But what we have going on today is the uh, final edition of our cult series. And it, this has actually been a mini-series within a series. Yeah. We we're yeah, talking I'll... about the... Uh, Children of God. Uh... Yeah, this church that is absolutely disgusting. And uh, David Berg was the leader. Now, Berg, he... He died in, um, what was it, 1994. Not soon enough. So, David Berg, who was the leader, and if you listen to last week's podcast, we talked all about David yes. Berg and we left, up, we left off basically where he passed away.
3: And, and, and you our, would think that would be the end of it. You would think. But I mean, and the worst part about it, honestly, is he never paid nah. for what he well, did. Well, he's paying now. Hopefully he's paying in hell. I mean, I'm not a religious person most of the time, but I am praying right now that there's a hell and that
2: he's in it. Uh, I, I, I can guarantee you that's the fact. Yes. So David Berg, who was the leader of this die, he's a diabolical, disgusting, absolute, gross, pathetic human being. Yes. who bamboozled lots of people and lots of famous people. Yeah, go back and listen to the episodes. You've heard of these people who 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 have come out of this cult. And um, so what transpired after Berg died happens in a lot of families when the whether it's abuse of a family or a family or not, if you have a strong matriarch or patriarch of a family, who is the glue that holds the family together, and they pass away, there's usually a split, right? There are those who, who, and it again, this doesn't have to be uh, an abusive family or a control family. This is, just, this is just what happens in life. And I can point to, it, on my dad's side, my grandma and grandpa were the glue. Everybody showed up to their house for the holidays. Yeah. And that was the central point. We didn't go to a lot of our aunts and uncles' houses. We went to Grandma and Grandpa's house, and everybody was there. When they passed away, that all ended. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, similar thing happened here. There was a big fallout when, this, when David Berg passed away. And there were the, the – because the, the cult, the, the children of God are spread out all around the world. They're, they haven't seen Berg in probably a decade or maybe two. Because he's been in hiding using fake names and bouncing around and staying incognito and in all these different places and just sending out letters. And that's one thing, I'll be honest. Um, there's a little bit, as I
3: was researching it, that I wonder when did he stop sending the letters and when did it become Zerby? I'm wondering we don't if, know that. I'm wondering if it actually switched because there's a spot and it's hard to... And I read way too many of those letters where I, I really wanted to gouge my eyes out. But there was a a point in er, the early, late 80s, early 90s where it almost seemed like the, the, like when you're reading something, you can tell when the author changes. I think there it was. A, there was a change well, he, in the letters.
2: He became, uh, sort in, of in, incapacitated yeah. towards the end. He was, you know,. So I assume she took over at some point. She did write the book we're going to talk about today. Ugh. And so maybe she took over at that point. Which And that was the late 80s, I think. Yes, which would make sense. So we're going to get into it. Today we're going to talk about and, and finish out on an absolutely tragic story. It's really, really sad. And you know, God bless this guy. I, I hope he's at peace because what a life this dude led. Yeah. His name is Ricky Rodriguez, and he was born the 25th of January in 1975.
3: And one thing we will say on this, um, at least for me, and I'm pretty sure you're the same way, I will refer him as Ricky Rodriguez. With this Absolutely. I will not call him by what they did. because No, we
2: just, will, we'll talk about the name. We'll talk th- about that it, but they called it because Ricky Rodriguez. It's the name of a book. But yes, Ricky Rodriguez is the name of this individual. Yes. Do not forget
3: that. And he's the one. What he did... No, is never right. But if there's ever a time that it would be right, this is probably the closest to it. Pretty
2: much, and I think that's a general consensus of yeah. even the law enforcement.
3: I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't blame him. He was. He was. What they did to him, I'm surprised he came out with
2: any. I'm surprised he was sane enough to pull it off. He yeah. should have been in a mental asyl- institute and asylum. Yeah. So. So anyway, just get get going on the story. So, Ricky Rodriguez was born in the Canary Islands and his mom is Karen Zerby. And we know Karen Zerby because Karen Zerby was the second wife of David Berg. Karen Zerby now still to this day runs this cult. Well,
3: one thing I've tried to find too because there it seems like when he was born, his name was actually David Moses Zerby. Yes. But I I couldn't find when it changed. I think maybe when he left he changed it to Ricky Rodriguez, or that was his father something. I'm not
2: sure. But I think yeah, I don't know if he gave that to himself, but yeah, his original name was David Moses Zerby. And he so Karen Zerby had sex with one of the members of the cult who was of um I think Spanish, I think they were from Spain or somewhere like that, and she got pregnant. Now, mind you, she was married to David Berg at this point, but they—they're doing everybody. Well, that was part. I think it was part of the flirty fishing. Yeah, it was. But yeah. still, I mean, but they still. were
3: married. And it's one of those things. And from a lot of the stuff I read, and one again, once again, this is another one of those things where it's not completely substantiated, but it was multiple reports of this that apparently there was eighteen. Uh, Workers at the hotel that they lived at, and she was doing them all.
2: Oh yeah, no, she was doing. He he describes it. I'm going to in the links today. Uh, there's a lot of we can't. We only have an hour. Oh yeah, we could so be here for three days. I'm going to put in the links, and, and I'm I'm begging you, please. When you go through this stuff, go through it with an open mind. Um, go through it with some sort of I don't know so, some some reverence towards this kid because what what in these links are some absolute disgusting disgusting things in fact i'm going to send you a link that has the book the story of davidito Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and all of the passages and the pictures and everything it's up to you whether you want to go through it or not i highly recommend you don't it is i wish i never had I've read several blogs of people who dis- who are discussing this, who wish they never had, because it is—it's uh, it, horrible. It's absolutely disgusting. If you have a copy of the story of Davidito or Davidito, his early years, burn them. We—they should be. I'm not for. I'm not. I'm. You heard my episode on uh, Fahrenheit 2021. I'm not a book burner. Yeah, no. This one should be burned. Yeah, this should be erased from the planet. It should be, and it's one of those that, yeah, it's, it's horrible. I think if you own it, the cops should bust in and get you for child porn.
3: Oh, yeah, easily. There's some horrible... It's one of those things... And these are real pictures of yeah, this kid. We don't want you to read this, but as we've said before, we want everyone to be able to check us to be able to have the same information we do. So we're giving you the opportunity to look at it, but we're telling you right now you don't want to. You,
2: yeah, you so, really don't. So when he was born... He was deemed – well, at first, David Berg wasn't quite sure what to do with it. But then he got a vision and revelation that Ricky Rodriguez was to be the next leader and the, the like almost Christ figure of the movement. In fact, David Berg predicted that not only would Ricky Rodriguez – take them to the promised land, but that at some point he and his half-sister would die and rise again in three days. Th- this is how all-in Berg was on uh, Ricky Rodriguez. And his life was a nightmare. His life was an ap- absolute uh, nightmare. Oh, yeah, so his so his dad is actually... They found his name is Carlos, and he was a hotel waiter in the Canary Islands. So that's how, and and that's how they. Uh, and his name was um, Carlos Rodriguez.
3: Well, it's one of those things that I kept reading that they they uh, they pinned it on him, but there was nothing that proved that. I mean, because there was multiple. Yeah, there were a lot of them,
2: but he looked like him, and yeah. he had he had his. But still, again, I I don't think anybody took a DNA test. No. But that was the best guess. So, anyway, Berg decides that they're going to raise Ricky Rodriguez in the, quote, perfect, as a perfect child. uh, What every child would want, according to Berg. Which was sex. Yeah. And and that was it, really. No schooling, no skills, no, no nothing. And when... And you will see if you go, if you if you choose to look at the pages, the PDF pages of the story of Davidito, where from a young, young child, he was exposed to adult women. There were I think there were 13 women that were assigned to him at the compound to basically service his every needs. And this guy's not, I mean, he's a little kid, three and a half. You know, they're naked, a bunch of them are naked in bed with him. Uh, I read a bunch of accounts that he wrote down. There's, there, I'm also going to send this it's called Moving On. There's a website called Moving On. Yeah. And he wrote a long, long piece in there giving his account. And this was just before what we get to the end of the story what happened but he wrote this long account of his recollections of growing up and his view of all these women around watching his parents have sex with everybody watching all the 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 ga- the, the gals cuz they were they were like teenagers mm-hmm. and maybe early 20s these ones who were supposed to raise him and how you know what they taught him and all the stuff. I mean, it's you're looking at. I'm scrolling down. It's really long. Yeah. So we don't have time to get into. It, but I'm gonna. If you're really interested in it, and it is, this is a fascinating read. I do highly recommend this. And it was from, uh, 2000. Well, it was updated. I think 2002. But it's pretty much all about, uh, Ricky's existence. Which is, it's one of those things to, to hear from his side.
3: I mean, like I said, once we get to later what he does, um. Hearing how he felt, and how he felt about all of this, I think really makes you—I mean—feel bad for him, because you should. Because what they did to him, in the book of David Dito, I mean, just—I didn't have the actual book; I just had what they show on here and some of the stuff. And from
2: looking at it, I—I I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, it's a six hundred and it's a seven hundred and sixty-two page document where his mom. Karen, describes them raising him, and it's all about sex. Everything. Every single thing. Yeah, Sex with his nanny starting at, what, 18, 18 months old when they started simulating sex with him? Yep. the uh, sh- uh, And Karen Zerbe herself, his mom, would uh, masturbate him, have sex with him, hmm? starting very, very young, and, and all the way up until when he finally left. And he was... Basically, he could point to anybody and and uh, and have sex with them. Yeah, because he w- was the chosen one. Whether even whether he wanted to or not, they would have sex with him. There were a lot of times he would uh, push push the women off, but his father had commanded them that they were supposed to go please him, and so if he rejected them, they were being rejected by the savior, and so they 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 were they had failed. And it was this massive experiment, basically, by his dad and by his mom, to for him to have sex 24 hours a day. Basically, yeah. is what it was. They wanted him to have sex with his half sister, who was uh, I think three years younger than him, about three years younger than him. And they, he and his half sister were would be in bed with David and David Berg and Karen Zerby, and Karen Zerby would be having sex with Ricky, and the daughter would be having s- sex with. And I don't think she ever actually. She claims that there was never like actual, we'll just say penetration sex. Yeah. But everything else. Everything up to. They would try to put them together. The the brother and the sister. And just on and on, just completely perverse, completely absolute or- orgies.
3: Well, there's there's a little bit too that I was trying to get. I got confused in a few of them because they kept saying sister, but at other times it's niece, or ne- it's like his. Yeah, but not by. I don't know. It's all weird
2: because so I've read. I've read some things that Zerby was the mother of this girl, and then I've read others that she wasn't. Yeah, because I've never a, quite gotten the yeah, full story on that. Because some of it, unless there's two
3: of them. And we're ju- they just keep getting him confused because there's another there's one that they talk about that was this daughter of the one one David Berg's older children from the, his first marriage that um, killed himself, and that that was his daughter. Yeah, he he went up and climbed a mountain and jumped
2: off. Right, so. uh, and then so this was this was all going on when he's young, and that's when this book was written, and then as he turned. Into a teenager, he, uh, they put him into what they called, quote, teen training. Yeah, and that's the, the Victor programs. Did you go into the Victor program? Yeah, it was brutal.
3: The the Smile Machine, that thing's the thing of nightmares.
2: Yeah, tell them about that.
3: Oh, oh. the Smile Machine, it's this, like, oh, and I had it. There's pictures of it you can find on the the website about the 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 victor program but it was a program that they put all the teens because now they were having a thing with with ricky and there was his sister and all that stuff where the teens are getting their second generation yes so all the the flirty fishing the what are they the jesus children and all that are getting into their teen years yeah
2: so these are all the products of the of, flirty yes. fishing
3: so they're all be getting into their teen years and, and they don't having... know who their parents are nope and they're having discipline issues and stuff like that, so they put them into this Victor program, which is basically almost like sending your kid off to boarding school. There and were armed guards. You, there was armed guards. They were there to teach the kids and basically get them in line.
2: Yeah, it was it was concentration camp. Yeah,
3: yeah it was concentration camp. There was torture. There was sex. There was all well, this mandatory stuff. sex. Mandatory sex. But he didn't go to that. Well, he he went to the place, but he was he was still.
2: Like this is Davidito, yes. as they would say, and so and he would then go and the teen girls, yes, would have. all have sex with him. Yep. I mean, and basically, that's that, their punishment. Not, and you're like, you guys are really obsessed on sex on this. That's all this thing was. We can't get away it from it. Can't, Every, we can't get away from it.
3: Everything was sex. I mean, that that was that was your pleasure, your punishment. Everything. It everything was everything
2: was sex. When David Berg flipped the script. And went from God is love to love is sex, and therefore God is sex. Mm -hmm. Sex became the God. That Satan hates sex and God loves it, so we all need to screw as much as possible. Everybody, anybody, uh, like we said. Age,
3: whatever. Incest,
2: kids. Relationship, nothing. Just screw. Yeah, it's insanity. It's completely insane. So Ricky Rodriguez is caught up in all of this, and he is exalted he 's the exalted one he's yeah. the leader. he can do whatever he wants. He can snap his finger and have uh, you know service he, he basically talked about how he'd walk around naked all the time yeah he didn't have to wear clothes he had everything that he wanted he's, he's like the Jesus of this cult, but like a, if Jesus could just screw whatever
3: he wanted whatever who wanted right. whenever he wanted
2: and his sister was supposed to be his they were supposed to actually get married yeah and lead the cult to the promised land well. In 1996, Ricky Rodriguez decided, I can't take this anymore. And he moved to Budapest, Hungary. And it was a family-owned home, but he just had to get away from the craziness at, this comp- at the compound where David Berg and his mom were, and he just couldn't take it anymore. So when he was there, he met a young gal named Alexia uh, Munamel. And we'll just call her Munamel because she's, they got, anyway, they got married. Yeah. And from there they went to Portugal and then they went, they, now they're being tracked. Now, now this is like a full on spy thriller because David Berg's not happy. Zerby's not happy. They want, you know, because the secret's getting out, you know, they're, people are starting to figure this out. They're wondering why is Ricky on the run? He's not supposed to be with this gal, and they're tra- trying to track him down. And David and Ricky figures out that they're onto him. So he, at one point, tells the tells his parents that he's going to a family compound in Mexico, and they did the big switch. And actually, he came to the U.S. and Munamel went to England. Mm-hmm. So when he came to the u.s he went to a a place in san diego which was uh kind of uh, it was a non-profit it was a charity place that had a bunch of ex-members in it and so they brought him in and they kind of sheltered him nobody knew where he was but he did reach out to his girlfriend and and she with this talk about some smarts on these kids because he they weren't very old at this point you know, what was he, maybe, was he born in 75? Yeah. So he's like 21 at this point. And, and I've wondered Not a lot. educated. I've wondered
3: a lot, too, is how much, I mean, they made a lot, of, they did a lot of smart things, but how much help were they getting from the others or people A lot. Like, this is how you need to get out.
2: Yeah, I think there was a lot of that.
3: I think people pitied him. Yeah, because they knew what he'd been to because they'd seen it. And they're they'd like,
2: seen it. This book. Okay, so that's the thing about this book, the, uh, the, the, David, the story of Davidito, the book. It was sent out as a manual. It was sent out to as a manual to all the members' houses, and this is how you raise your kids. Yes, this is how you're supposed to raise your child, by sexually so when, abusing when, them. When you read anything that says, oh, no, they weren't really that into sex with kids or that much into incest or it really didn't happen a lot, it was uh, isolated cases, no, 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 no. This was a manual sent out from the head of the church, yes. Berg and Karen, to everybody saying, This is the perfect way to do it. This is how you end up with a perfect child. This is how you raise the perfect child. And as we know, his word to his members was akin to Jesus. And so when they received the Mo letters or received this, it was basically, it was uh, you know, it was the next chapter of the Bible. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Munamel, she' pretty smart. She sells a car that uh, actually, I think, uh, from what I read, I don't know why, but Karen Zerby gave her a car. I'm not sure how that happened, but anyway, and maybe it was a payoff. Like, stay away from my son. Here's a car. And see, I don't know
3: because, and that's thing because I've read a couple different ones where some say she did it, some say Ricky did it. Like Ricky had a car that she gave him, and he sold the car and gave the money to mom. Could be, and that's I, I read that I read and both. I've read.
2: I've read both, but but it, regardless, she comes up with some cash. She jets England, comes over to the U.S., and they end up <laughs> right here in our backyard. Yep, in the best city in Washington. Right, right here in good old Tacoma, and they get married. They got married at uh, Minister's home. True fact. The home that they got married at, <laughs> my wife and I got married there. You got
3: married and, in the same place? Here, and here's
2: how I know. Because, see, now my wife's Canadian. We got yes. married in Canada. Uh, here in the U.S., they were, they were stuck between um, homeland security and what before was known as um, whatever it was before. And so when we got married in Canada, the U.S. didn't recognize it because we couldn't file the papers yet. So, when wow. we, so we got married in Canada, and when we came down to the U.S., we had to get married again on U.S. soil. And we went to a minister's house, right? Yeah. And it's, it's right across town. He's a retired judge, retired minister, and he does it. It's a little chapel in the backyard. When I looked up who they got married by, and he's de- this minister's dead now, same dude. Oh, that's awesome. So pretty wild, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Pretty uh, crazy. crazy little, you know. And where he lived, because he lived in some low-rent apartments here in Tacoma, mm-hmm. they were right down the street from the first house I bought in Tacoma. Yeah. And I still have it as a rental. But So anyway, of all places, they end up in Tacoma. Also, oddly, there are a lot of ex-members here in Tacoma.
3: Yeah, it seems like they had a they had a it wasn't a headquarters, but one of their main offices was here for a while, um, and then when they left, a lot of those ex members that left decided that they liked the area and they came back. And
2: they had a lot of contact here, and they could get jobs. Yeah, so and, they came here
3: because they could. They there was a lot of members, and it, it almost sounds like from a lot of things that I've read, and it's kind of an unwritten thing that there was almost like an underground railroad for ex members.
2: There, oh, absolutely. Well, that, there's the website. The uh, ex-members—is it what's it called? Which, but, uh, I mean, they, ex- have
3: had that. they didn't have that in the '90s. No, but, but there's a website now yeah. called
2: Ex Family, and then you have the Moving On, and there was definitely an underground railroad to get people out, yeah. especially the kids, especially the kids who didn't know who their parents were. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get them out. That second generation,
3: that was basically—and it really goes to show that. You know, a lot of things they were doing, people are like, oh, and I, I had this argument with people. They're like, oh, a lot of those things that they believe, that's because religion has has made us believe it. And it's like, no, these people were raised in yeah. a religion that told them that this was right, and they still morally knew this was
2: wrong. Oh, sure. In your, in your bone. Like, look, everybody loves sex, and we're not, you yeah. know, like, oh, the Christians shouldn't have sex. This is on a whole oh, other plane. Yeah. This is another absolute plane, and it's destructive. Yes. Destructive. I mean, I'm surprised any of these people can have relationships after all of this. I mean, the shame that you must feel yeah. and the the abuse that you were put through, and especially
3: this, the, the young kids. And how hard it would be to talk about it. I mean, that's one of the big things that, you know, once we talk about what Ricky did is— he even mentions that i mean he couldn't go talk to anyone about this i mean no. his his wife said you know later that there was things that she wouldn't even talk to him he wouldn't even talk to her about it, and she'd been through parts of it right you know and he just he they had done so much to he wouldn't talk to anyone about it because he felt like they would anyone he told about this would be like yeah you're insane get away from me yeah Because if if it must have been a really lonely life, if someone was to walk up to you right now and say, Hey, I've been stuck in this group that has done this to me since like the day I was born, you're gonna be like, You're crazy. How much cocaine are you on? I know. (laughs) You know, what what, what kind of what what trip are you on? What mushrooms are you eating and why aren't you sharing? You know, and that's that's what he was afraid of.
2: It's a similar, I think I, I equate this, it's very similar to what we hear. We hear a lot of these stories. And more recently, because I think it's become a focus, but I think it's always been going on, where you have these school teachers or adults who have are having sex with their students mm-hmm. or their 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 friends, the you know kids' friends, and their adults are in their twenties, thirties, maybe forties, and these kids are like thirteen, fourteen, whatever, and every you know, and a lot of people go, ha. You know, wow, that's. Uh, I wish that had happened to me. Yeah. You don't realize how much that messes you up, hmm? and it, it is not that that's not a cool thing, and this was that on steroids. Yeah, and I mean, I mean that happened in my high school.
3: There was a teacher that was.
2: I mean, and I'm talking both teacher. ways. Yeah,
3: there was yeah, a female, female and male. You know, which of course, as males, and it, and it's a very it's a screwed up thought in our society, where if males do it. You know, yeah. and they have sex with they're a predator. female. Well, if, they, if it's a male student having sex with an old, female. Oh, older yeah, it's female, kind of a wink and a nod. It's like, hey, I got the old lady. You know, but when it's the other way around, oh, it, then they're, it, a, they're predator, a predator. They're taking advantage of. In all reality, they're both predators. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I don't care how cool it is that you no, think it is that you had sex with. It's not cool. It's not. It's disgusting.
2: It's not cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a place for sex. Sex is wonderful. It is beautiful. Yes. It is a gift. But it is something that, just like anything else, you can turn to something that's very, very dark and abusive. Two consenting adults. Right. And so when he came to Tacoma, he got some jobs. He, He went up. So Ricky Rodriguez worked in Alaska for a while on the boats. And then he was here. He was an electrician's apprentice. And he seemed to be going, you know, trying. Which I could not find who. I couldn't find it either. I was really curious. I wanted but to find out who he was. He was for. trying. He was trying to fit into society. He was trying to, on basically no education, trying to fit in with the world and make some money and and do right for himself and his wife, but he couldn't. It, it just, it, it was a nagging, longing, darkness just creeped. Into his brain and would not let him go. The yeah. demons were too strong. Well, and it's a lot of things that I read, too, where they said basically like
3: their family said that Rodriguez left for, you know, pursue education and remained on good terms with the cult, which isn't everything. It's a lie. That, which is a lie, because that's not what you hear from everybody else on his side. Um, or from him. Yeah, and from him. When he left, and the hardest part, and this is what hurts so much really like reading and, and listening to this poor kid, he felt guilty. Because he was supposed to be part of the leadership, even though he didn't do any of this, and no. they did it to him. He still felt like, I was supposed to be part of the leadership. I was supposed to be this. And this is what was happening to these children and yeah. these people on something that I was supposed to be a leader on. Right, but he was not the leader. But he wasn't. And he, and, but he still he felt guilty and felt responsible. Like well, that responsible. was
2: that, you can see that. I can understand that. Because... And that hurt. I mean, it hurts to see him really talk. Because part of him thought, hey, maybe if I had stuck around and I had, you know, sacrificed up, I could have saved a lot of people. Right. Because when he took over, he could have freed every. But he was too messed up, too messed up. He
3: was. And it would have been so long before he took over because it would have been basically what happened was is what happened. Well, Zerby had already taken over by that point. Yes. And she was going to remain
2: in control until she died. And she's still going now. She's still going now. And still in control. So, and nobody knows where she's at. She uses aliases. She's, uh, they, they move her around. Yeah. They have property all over. And so anyway, so Ricky, he's got these demons that are chasing him. And he, now I've, this is another one where I've gotten mixed reports. Some reports say he just left his wife, right? Like, yeah. I'll see you later left her like i'm going on a trip yeah and i've heard others that he they they split up like they actually he divorced divorced her oh i hadn't
3: seen that one i just saw the one where basically just said and that was it they never said anything all they said was that he left and went to arizona right and she stayed here he left went to arizona there was nothing that said what you know which would make sense if they got divorced why he's she's not mentioned in the 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 video
2: yeah, and he he had been given, um, <clears throat> so he was taking martial arts, and he was learning. All he was basically bought uh, some some handguns and was out at the range trying to become an expert marksman and all this stuff. And he got some legal advice through telling his story. Some people were saying, "Hey, you have a you have a case here that you could sue this. You could sue them to the ground," and it, it just. For whatever reason, it di- it didn't it didn't take with him. Well, I think part of it is uh, honestly, it's one of those things. Like I read a lot,
3: and it's honestly like I kind of read into this when I see it. Is they tried before? They tried to bring them down, but the, the they just had enough pull in enough areas that I mean nobody had ever paid for this. He'd seen in the past where people had tried to to take them down legally and do all that, and it never yeah. worked. Well, so nobody's like, ever been to jail. Yeah, nobody's ever been to jail besides a few, like, ex-members. And it was after the fact. After the fact When and stuff they had like left that. and, you know. Yeah. so, I mean, it was one of those things. He watched people try and take them down and not So work. I guess he might have been so he intimidated. F- I think he felt that the legal system was not going to work. Right. And so, I think he even says that a couple times in the video where he doesn't believe the legal system can do anything.
2: Right. So, anyway, he heads down to Arizona because now he, there was a... Uh, there was one of the nannies who had. well just be blunt. He, she abused him. She was one of the abusers. He found out that she was living down there, and there, there was rumors in un, and amongst the ex family members that his that Karen Zerby would come visit her. It was one of her favorites. Well, the,
3: there was that, and then there was also rumor that um, Karen Zerby's parents, yes, were near her there, so she would come visit both her and the
2: parents right, um, and the the gal's name is something Smith. I'm trying to remember where Angela Angela Smith, yeah, so Angela Smith, a real person, she was um bad, 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 but she was also caught up in I think she was also a victim, brainwashed, but still, she did horrible things, so anyway, he so Ricky Rodriguez goes down there and he gets a a low rent apartment and he gets he gets a job. And he starts staking out her place. And this is where there's a video out, and I'm gonna send you the link to it. And it is, it's about an hour long where it's him, it's Ricky Rodriguez filming himself. Yeah. Talking about what his plan is, what he's gonna do. It's one of the saddest videos you'll ever see. It is. uh, You feel for this, he's a good looking kid, he's in shape. You can see where he's got. If his head was on straight, he could probably really make something out of himself because he he had gumption. He was he was smart actually, yeah. and but in this video, he goes on and on and on about how messed up his family was, how messed up the cult was, how he just can't go on, and the whole time he's loading clips, he's holding up you know like power drills, yeah, and talking about he's like. At one point he was like, I'm not a torturer, but uh and I don't know what I'm doing, but but I have to do this.
3: Yeah. And that's it. And there's a lot of things, honestly, there was a lot of feeling that I got honestly, it sounds bad to say this, a lot of eighties um action movie vibe. Oh, with absolutely. a lot of his speech. Like that was you could tell those were the movies he liked. Yep. He watched a lot of eighties action movies. Um and like you said, you feel bad for him. The whole time you're watching it, you know, I think a lot of people, who, if you didn't know his background, you'd be looking going, this is a terrorist, he's trying to do all this stuff. But even without knowing his background, listening to him talk, you're like, I get it.
2: Yeah. I, I totally get it. So that videotape was made on uh, January 7th, 2005. <clears throat> we'll put it in the notes. You can, and, and w- as we opened the show, there were clips from that yeah. that we heard. And uh, you can listen to that. So anyway, so he's in. He's on the north side of Tucson, and he's finally had enough. He his mom's not showing up. He's been casing this joint forever, so he invites this. Form, he he reaches out to this former nanny, and we nobody knows what he said to her. No, but she came to his apartment, so we don't know if he was like. We have no idea if he's you know sweet talked her over because uh, she had no idea what was coming. So I don't think she knew why he was even there, but she shows up, and we don't know what that conversation, how that ensued because he never told anybody. but what happened is he killed her. he sta he slashed her throat, he stabbed her and he left her to die. Now here's the odd part I, I'm this this is me guessing. I'm guessing he brought her over there to try to pry out of her where his mom was.
3: And I think if you listen to the video, I think that it hints at that a lot.
2: That yeah. that's what the torture was going to be.
3: So he was going to torture her to say, hey, where's my mom? Because that was his whole plan. Is He was he gonna, wanted mom. He wanted to take his mother out because out. he felt if yep. he took her out. Chopping like, the head, chopping of, the head yeah, off the chop snake. Chopping
2: the head off the head of the snake. So I think she came over. I think he... I think he actually chickened out on the torture because there was no sign of torture. No. I think he just jumped right into it. Where's mom? Where's my mom? Is my mom? Is my mom? Whatever, whatever, whatever. And she would not give it up. And he killed her. Yeah. So then he leaves the apartment and starts just driving. Some people decided he was driving back to Tacoma. Other people have no idea but he did stop and make a bunch of phone calls. He called a bunch of people up here in Tacoma mm-hmm. and let them know that there was a there was a body in this apartment. He called his wife, I guess, at the time or ex-wife, we're not quite sure, and told her that he was really tired, that he couldn't go on, that uh, his time was done, and she's trying to talk him out of you know like go rest somewhere go do something and and apparently he'd been driving for quite a while like yeah. by by the time where they found his body because he off some lonely roadside this is re- it's really sad off some lonely roadside exit where the, the back of some two really run down truck stop he stopped and he killed himself and then the somebody found his body. The cops show up. They don't know who he is, and then the they unfold the story.
3: Yeah, well, and they, part of it too was like the cell phone rang, and then when the cell phone rang, they you know it was, it was his wife. Yeah, trying to get a hold whatever, of him trying to get a hold of him. The officer answered it. Said, "Hey, there's a body here." She told them about the body back at the the, the house. One of the interesting things I found in that when I was reading about the the death of Smith was that um, when she bled out, that according to the police, she died recently from the time they got there, and that he had left 12 hours before.
2: Oh, So, so she
3: wasn't even dead. She was still alive and bleeding out when he left.
2: Which is interesting because she wasn't tied up that I, that I read. Yeah. So he must have, whatever, like, I mean, she obviously couldn't get to the yeah. phone because he slit her throat. Yeah. So maybe she passed out, and then she bled out. Yeah, that's crazy. He didn't leave a suicide note other just than the, the video. this video. And the video is worth your time watching. It is.
3: It is. But I will say this. Do not, I mean, go in it with knowing what he went through. Like I said, just watching it even without knowing what he went through, you feel for this kid by the end. Oh, just yeah. Be, just by what he's saying, you can tell that he is. he's someone that has lived a, a horrible life.
2: Yeah, and, and then, what's
3: horrible though is most people thinking if you told them about his life, they would have been like, "That would have been awesome." No,
2: no. Oh no, no, it was horrible. No, it drove him to murder suicide. Yeah, and he would have taken out more, I think, but if, what, if he could have,
3: I, I think, I think he would have, but I, I don't think he would have.
2: I think. Well, he, I think he would have taken definitely out his mom.
3: I think he wanted to, but I think even after everything that had happened, most people their morality would have broke. Yeah. As a child. And somehow his morality was still enough that after taking a life, he's like, I I can't. This isn't me. I can't do this.
2: And he took his own. Right. I mean. Well, in the video he talks about suicide. He was just going to kill himself. He had enough demons to where he talked several times in there about killing himself, about just taking himself out because he just couldn't deal with it. Yeah, But then he would
3: mentioned, too, that he wanted to make it worth something, so he wanted to try and take out. And his here mom. here's
2: the interesting thing. <clears throat> so his uh, his his we'll just call it his sister there's still all the questions about whether yeah. it's really a sister or not or whatever. But she's still alive and and uh I'm going to send a link to it's a great link. There's a there was a documentary that she's in it. Here's the fascinating thing I found out about and going down the rabbit hole on the two of them. Both of them In separate interviews, writings and or interviews, claim that the other one had it worse. Yeah. Which is really amazing to me because they were both absolutely horrific, but they were... They, he said several times, oh, she had a way worse. And that's why one of the reasons why he wanted to go back. He wanted to
3: get her out yeah. because he felt so bad for what she went through. And he mentions quite often, too, is the fact that many, and I, I think we mentioned on one of the earlier episodes, many of the children that came out of this, yep. even the ones that were able to walk away and get away from it, killed themselves. They, they, they died Over 100. from hundred Over 100 died from suicide because of how badly this group fucked them up. They couldn't deal with it and they...
0: Well, yeah.
2: I mean, you're in a world. You're getting shipped around all over the world. Everybody's your mom and dad, but you don't know who your mom and dad is. They're all demanding that you have sex with them, men and women, and other kids. And then you're busking. You're selling knickknacks out there. You're supposed to smile all the time. Be Mm -hmm. happy. You have no more than a sixth grade education At at best. You're taught that the world is evil, that that you're to be completely apart from the world and if you don't shape up they were they abused them quite a bit by physical punishment and or you went to the teen camp yeah which was run by armed guards and which was basically a concentration camp and you were stuck in a cell until you you know came around to what you were supposed to be doing and on a cool note though i thought this was really classy i thought this was great in San Diego on March 26, 2005, they held a memorial for him and all the other kids who had committed suicide. Yeah. And there were, uh, there were more than 100 people there, which is quite a bit. And that I, there are clips in several of the documentaries that I watched of this memorial service. And his sister was there. His ex-wife was there. And it's amazing to see it is really heartwarming to see the resilience that these people. They're all battling demons. Oh, yeah. They all went through hell. They all escaped. They're all still afraid. They're still afraid that members of the family will come and get them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, especially the one, the the gal who they called her Davadita, who was supposed to be the queen, because Zerby is about to die. I mean, she's up there we can in age. Yeah, and nobody knows where Zerby is. Nobody knows. She uses aliases. She uses you know fake names. She bounces all around the globe, and basically is a, is only. A presence online now and you can go to their website they have a they, they still have the what's it called the the Inter- family international mm-hmm. you, there's a family international website that you can go to and <clears throat> here's my recommendation if you go to this website <clears throat> and peruse through it and you recognize anybody or you ever hear of anybody that's associated with it or you ever find them in your town you need to expose these people because a lot of the cults we deal with come and go. Jonestown's over, Heaven's Gates over, you know, the Branch Davidians over. Yep. All they come and they go and they're tragic. This is still going. Yeah. That's why we spent so much time on this one. They've done more damage across the globe than any other cult in my opinion even more than the moonies, even more than, you know, some of the more I'll just say mainstream cults like Scientology and stuff, they do they they have done far worse. Even worse than Nexium, which was a bizarre cult. And they're done basically. These guys they 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 move on. And I watched I watched an interview with the guy who's the the the, the man who's married to Zerbi. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was somebody that so, when Ricky left the family, this guy became sort of the uh de facto son of Berg right before he died.
3: Yeah, because even Berg, there's stuff where Berg even approves of like their marriage. I mean, he, he told him he, to marry her, yeah, picks him as his successor,
2: Yeah, and they call him King David, and he claims every day to go commune and have a conversation with Father David Moses, who's now in the spirit, and that he talks to him. And he does not make any apologies for anything that went on. None. He poops it and it's like, nah, it's no big deal. But you can – look, if you know body language at all, you can read right through him and you know that it's still going on. Oh, yeah. And it needs to be – and it may be not in the – Amongst the general population of the cult, I think it's been squashed there. But at the top, oh. between him, Zerby, and and their concubine and their what you know their harem of whatever's going on between them, you know it's still happening. Oh yeah, and that's the thing is, I mean, you can tell it's one of those
3: things where he's like, you know, it's not happening anymore. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, which means that we're saying it's not happening.
2: Well, he talked about the granddaughter who came and spent time with uh, David Berg. Mm. Uh, That was doing the videos and stuff, and how how beautiful was and And they had to do exorcisms on her because she just wasn't digging it, and Mm. they had to correct her, and yeah, and and it was just like nah, yeah, no, we had she wasn't along with the program, so we had to. It was just something that we do. We had to help her along her way and make sure Mm. she committed suicide. Yeah, that gal did, and it's really sad. It's really, it's a really, really tragic tale. And it again, is. if they're so proud of if they're so proud of what they stand for, why, why is Karen Zerby, who's I the have. head of this, why doesn't she come, Why doesn't she show herself? Why doesn't she come out? Because why doesn't she have? Why doesn't she do a YouTube channel? Why doesn't she do writings anymore? Why? Why is she hiding? Well, yeah,
3: they're they're hiding because of they know what's wrong. Yeah. But I mean, there's even stuff where Berg, we even mentioned it, where Berg is like, oh, the outside world doesn't agree with us, and blah, blah, and you'll be persecuted if you leave. And it's like, no, the outside world, you, you don't want them to leave, and everything. they Yeah, will and, that's be,
2: part of, yeah. That, and that's part of the brainwashing. Yeah, that, it's all brainwashing, but yeah. Definitely it's, part of the brainwashing.
3: It's all, I mean, this is, I'll be honest, I, I'll be glad when we're done talking about it, because this is just, I feel you as listeners, you need to know what these can turn into. And this is... Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. I, I, I really hope there's not one worse than this.
2: Yeah, because people say, oh, heaven's gate, worst case scenario, because they all killed themselves. They were adults. They made dumb choices. Yeah. They believed in something bizarre. Same thing with Jonestown. Same thing with you know, Koresh and others that down through the ages where they were adults, they joined, they chose a belief system, and then they chose to off themselves. Yeah. Hey, you're an adult. Yeah, and unfortunately, when you children did with die. Kids.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, children did die in some of those cases. Yes. but I mean, it's bad. It's horrible. But I mean, this one I feel is even worse because it, it didn't just.
2: No, and it and continues on and on. Yeah, on. They're messed how,
3: up for generations. Yeah, I don't know how else to say this. I mean, I mean, not saying that death is
2: better. I'm just saying that they they are messed up for generations because of this. Oh yeah, that if they have kids, they're messed up. They. Having relationships are messed up. This is ongoing. Yes, this will go on and on and on, and that is the sad, sad truth. And I think the one of the worst
3: things on was something I read was that said, and I don't know how, but I think it was Ricky said it to someone that Angela Smith or whatever or whatever her, her true name was because she had that really wasn't her true name. But that she the nanny, ne- yeah, the nanny never even understood that anything she did was wrong. That even when he was, you know, no. sitting there talking to her and everything else, when she even thought she was gonna die, she was confused because she did not feel that she'd ever done anything wrong.
2: Insane, insane.
3: You're- that she she was as much, I mean, in in some ways, a victim as everyone else in the fact that she believed all this. Well, the vic- that
2: that perpetuates that and that vic- perpetuates where she was you she, become a victim and then you victimize yep. they become a victim that they victimize yeah. and, and this is a, what it's i'm a vicious saying a circle now it becomes generational it passes yeah. on down and, and it that, ends in
3: tragedy yeah she had no idea that anything she was doing was was that she'd done
2: anything to harm him yeah it's really really sad and so, that's
3: what's disgusting
2: so yes i'm glad we're done with that i don't want to Visit that anymore no. uh, i remember the first time i went down this rabbit hole years ago it disgusted me to no end and having to go back in and revisit it is has not been good on the old psyche no but it's important and it's important for all of you out there to know about it if you want to do more research go for it just a word of caution it ain't pretty no it's one of those things where you know sounds sounds amazing it is amazing but you can't unsee things it's amazingly bad when you see them and it is so messed up it, it just you talk about cognitive dissonance that's what it causes it causes you to almost disassociate because you just can't i can't usually i can be empathetic or sympathetic towards somebody i can't even get into like it's so repulsive and so bizarre and so outside of the scope of anything i've I can even ever imagine that this mm-hmm. could actually happen. That I can't be there. It's like I'm seeing it from a a complete outside viewpoint, and you're just like you just can't believe it.
3: Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's you can't even
2: imagine, and and then I can't imagine having lived it. No. All right. Well, hey, that's it for our uh, series on cults. I know somebody asked us specifically. If we were going to do the Jonestown one, we're going to we're gonna come back around, you know, in a while and we'll pick up, do some more cults down the line. And that will certainly be one of them. But we only wanted to do about a month or so on cults and, and pick the ones that we thought you may not have heard of or may not have heard things about that, you know, aren't. aren't generally known
3: yeah and it's one of those like children of god a lot of people heard about them and heard that they were disgusting but i don't think anybody knew knows the level until like you get into it like we did and it's like <sighs> uh, yeah
2: so yeah all right well i will uh i'll be with you on uh, on wednesday and then we will be back next week yep right you're back next week i'm back next week all right uh we say that because you're there's a week that you're not going to be here. Yeah. It's not like it's not like yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not like I'm just leaving. No. No,
3: there there, there is a <laughs> week We don't want to confuse anybody. Yeah. We got a couple weeks coming up where both of us have things going on during the week so there'll be a couple Sundays where you're going to have a solo session. Solo sessions with with and it's all, I think it actually ends up being almost back to back Sundays. So yeah.
2: It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, so It'll be, be something different.
3: Sunday solos.
2: Again, thanks so much for listening to us yabber and blabber along. We really appreciate oh, your yeah. your attention. And uh, if, you're, if you want to email us, it's down the RH at protonmail.com. We love hearing from you. Yes, we do. Hope everybody has a safe week. Stay sane. Stay open minded. And, you know, watch out for yourself. Be yep. safe out there. i Don't I'm believe Big D. everything you hear. I'm Brandon Valentine. We'll see you next week. See you later.